Hey, what's going on? I'm here in Guadalajara. I'm just walking down the street and I was actually just thinking a lot about political and economic paradigms in today's society. And I was giving a lot of thought to it, uh, mainly because I was thinking about my future and my mind is kind of wandering since I'm just walking alone. But the main thing that I was thinking about is the fact that in today's society, it seems like people are moving more unquestionably to a socialist paradigm. And when I say socialist, I basically mean people are seeking equality in the sense that they want everyone to be equal, including economically. And the issue that I have with this paradigm is that when we move towards a more equal position, especially when it comes to economics, and we don't allow any sort of market corrections to allow for the equally equilibrium price or wages to be set for people. Instead, what we do is we just give money to poor people, for example, or the unemployed. We feel bad for them, and so we give them money. What this causes is a moral hazard issue in the sense that, well, if they're getting money, then what motivation do they have to make anything of themselves or to deliver value to society? You know, they could really just support themselves just from these handouts that are being given to them from the government or other places. So that's the issue is with any sort of socialist or communist society, you start to lose innovation and creativity and motivation to go create something. And the reason I'm thinking about this is because one of my aspirations is to have my own little private society, ideally on an island or any sort of place where I get to set the rules, economically and politically. And essentially what I would do is I would get rid of a lot of the rules I would get rid of a lot of these redistribution of wealth laws that we have and I would allow for more of the market to decide where things should head because right now if you think about it so much of society is moving towards that equality perspective but what you're doing is you're actually sacrificing freedom. And so we're losing freedom bit by bit, like true capitalistic societies. So my dream and aspiration is to be able to own my own little piece of land or island or whatever the case may be where I get to set the rules and allow people to live how do they want to live. I don't think it's going to be perfect. There's probably going to be some crime and issues that might arise from that. But what I want to do is create freedom as the primary value. And I just see it as even the US, which is technically one of the most free countries in the world, is moving more towards this socialistic society. And I feel like if we keep going the way we're going, eventually we're just going to completely lose out on this concept of freedom altogether 
and we're not even going to be remembering what it was like to have freedom. And, and when I say freedom, I just mean no minimum wage, very low taxes. The only taxes that would be paid would be for defense. And that would be the main thing. It would, it would be very, very minimal taxes. You could privatize a lot of sectors of society, including education. I believe that having a board of education and making that public makes it much lower quality. It has a misalignment of its incentives and it just inflates prices. And also there's a lot of misallocation of resources when it comes to education. So the way I see it is a lot of times we're giving taxes to the government and the government is paying for these public schools and the public schools aren't even very good. They're not really preparing people to survive in society anyway. So what's the point of me paying taxes to the government? That being said, I'm more than willing to pay taxes. I'm not complaining about paying taxes at all because I do appreciate the fact that the US is, you know, it's, it's running and we do have a government and it's not corrupt. And I mean, it's debatable in terms of your definition of corruption, but it's not totally corrupt in the sense that, you know, in the way that other governments are, it's, it's not too bad, right? Could be better, but it's not too bad. Um, but my main point of contention really comes with education. Healthcare also is moving in tor in, uh, towards that direction as well. Um, there's just a lot of inefficiencies due to the misallocation of resources when it comes to public goods. And my feeling is that by letting the market decide the price and by allowing innovation to happen and a lot of private companies to solve these issues. Imagine if Google or Facebook was responsible for education and healthcare. Do you think that more things would get done, right? If we had Amazon, Google, and Facebook in charge of healthcare and education, do you think that would be more efficient than the government handling that? There would probably be way more innovation. There would probably be way more creativity in our schools and our health in our hospitals. There would be much more technology for sure. And I'm sure that there would be just way more uh, advancements when it comes to those areas. So in terms of the allocation of resources, why not have some of these big innovative companies handle these problems? The way we do that is maybe through incentives, by incentivizing them and then getting rid or lowering, at the very least, the budget when it comes to healthcare and education, the public budget, meaning that the government takes care of those things. Why don't we start to phase that out and allow private companies to step in and let them solve these problems? Because they've clearly shown that they're efficient companies or at the very least, they're capable of handling some, some uh, solving some pretty big problems. They have really intelligent people working there. Would you rather have someone who is working in the government or someone who's working at Facebook, Google, or Amazon, or Apple, 
working on these problems. So that's what I've been thinking about. And I just see it as, you know, it's capitalism and freedom is just not getting a fair shake in today's society. People are miseducated on what these things are. They just see it as, let's just give money to everyone, but they're not realizing that just by giving money or free handouts to people on the streets or to people when it comes to public education or when it comes to public health care, they're actually taking money out of their own pockets and they're actually taking money out of the pockets of other people as well across the board without there being a choice. I don't mind helping people. I would just rather have that be a choice and allow... So people talk about taxing the wealthy more. Why not just allow them to choose where to give their money? Because oftentimes the wealthy people in society, they're better at managing their wealth. Why do we have to force a tax upon them to say, you need to give money to the government? Why? So this is the part that doesn't make sense to me is you're forcing wealthy people who give the most out of anyone typically to charities. You're taking money out of their pockets that they usually spend on their businesses or on charities and you're forcing them to give it to the government instead and you're saying that they're bad people if they don't give their money to the government instead of their own businesses or into charities. They just, you know, that's the part that I don't understand. Um, You know, I wonder if instead of giving taxes or forcing taxing the wealthy more, whether if you basically had um, wealthy people, you know, maybe like a, they have to give to certain causes or something. They have a choice though, or whatever the case may be. I just, I trust people, right? I trust the wealthy to solve these big problems. I, I think people are inherently good. And I think it comes down to the state of nature problem. Do we need to be paternalistic and force people to be good people? In the sense that do, without taxes and without the government, would everything just crumble because we would just start being selfish? I don't think so. Here's something that I learned from grad school was in game theory, there's a game called The Prisoner's Dilemma. And basically, long story short, I'm not gonna go through and explain each detail of The Prisoner's Dilemma, but one of the findings was that in the short term, people tend to take the selfish option. They're willing to throw the other person under the bus for their own sake, right? To get their own benefit. But when it comes to long-term iterations, meaning that let's say you continue to play the game over and over again, people learn and actually the Nash equilibrium, meaning that the rational and most optimal solution is actually to collaborate with the other person. So over time, it is economically rational to collaborate and collude with other people. And so I believe that the state of nature follows that sort of pattern where people are naturally going to collude or collaborate if you give them the freedom of choice. That is my belief. So that's why in my ideal society, I would trust people to make the choices to collude and collaborate with one another just because that tends to be human nature. People that want to live in a more socialist 
socialistic um, equal based society I don't blame them but they can go live somewhere else right there's plenty of other places that have that I'm just saying why not preserve capitalism and freedom at least for in one place for people that prefer that why is it that we're just forcing people to stay like that I would rather have give people a choice to say okay just go to a socialistic society if you want to that's totally fine I don't blame you you could do what you want but I want to live in a different place so that's it I have for today um, but yeah thanks for listening <laughs>